to another lovely convoluted podcast. This is your host, Liz, and this is Tyrant Dominus, a.k.a. Jesus. And if it's your first time listening, follow and subscribe. If you don't want to, we're not making you. I know you guys missed me. <laughs> hey, Jesus, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, yeah, welcome back, Liz. I know everyone's missed us. But if you listen to the bonus episode, uh, you got to hear exactly what Liz was been up to for these past roughly two weeks at this point since that, since that, uh, but yeah, so if you want to know everything overall, like the main details, you can listen to the bonus episode, but overall, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I am doing amazing. Um, I was off the narcs for I was on narcs for a day and then off the narcs the next day. So I was only on, I've only used like two of my pay meds out of the 15 tablets I was given. So, I mean, I'm good. I am so solid. I've been taking it easy. Um, I was able, my mom let me drive yesterday afternoon. She's like, don't rush it. Just drive after work. We'll see how you feel. There you go. There you go. (laughs) But yeah, I'm overall pretty good. I'm walking in solid. People are like, uh, I had I had some funny people are like happy to see me back at work. Some did a double take, which was even funnier. I wish I caught that on video because it was hilarious. <laughs> like, oh, you're there, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> so fast, so quick. Yeah, they were actually pretty amazing. We're like, what the hell? I'm like, I I had a feeling. I knew how I reacted to the C-section. I knew how I was going to react coming back into this. I'm like, this is less invasive of a C-section. <laughs> there you go. Um, also, the other note we would like to mention, yes, this year, 2023, we did not, I got I got like a few messages, not a lot, but there's a few messages that we, sorry, we did not do a 420 episode this year. Honestly, I completely forgot about it, actually. I just, we've it all been- 420, because I was like, I'm you're already like loopy on other things at this point but honestly the 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 honestly is i completely forgot about it like um there uh there's usually some people i follow online that are like they promote is a strong word they they mention it and it's like something and we don't we i honestly it wasn't until uh april 19th i was listening to a podcast myself and then they mentioned oh yeah in like a couple days it's going to be 420 i'm like wait a moment wait a moment <laughs> holy shit yeah you're right i i just we just i think we just because we've been so busy these past couple of, uh weeks slash months that we didn't have a chance to plan or prep something like it's an interesting thing to do and i there's a few people in our audience that listen to those episodes for fun or like enjoying the festivities while listening to it, you know, and I'm sorry we didn't do it this year. Uh, mostly just because we, we had one Liz had a lot of things on her plate. One, I completely forgot myself. There's a bunch of things I had to deal with. Um, but we'll, we'll try to do something next year, but like, we do apologize because I know we're trying Uh fun fact. Like I said, we'll be slow. We're slowly getting there to get, to get video on Spotify soon. Um, and the best way you can help us is actually, Liz, I, I completely forgot to mention this during our like pre-discussion. So yeah. the best way to help us is currently, as far as Spotify, because this is how uh, the way we distribute our show, it gets distributed on Spotify and and then it gets moved around to like Google, uh, Google Podcasts. I have uh, like, Apple what is Podcast. it? 
like uh, what's iTunes one? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, all these different networks. So what? Apparently, the best way you can help us, uh, and, and it's free. Like we mentioned, this like you get free to follow and subscribe on YouTube and stuff like that. But if you want to help us, if you're subscribed on YouTube, great. Uh, but try to uh, help us by subscribing to Spotify because if we can get to a hundred follows on Spotify, we're set. We get like some really good benefits as far as the podcast and concerts. It makes it easier for us to get video up there, get a better like. It just makes it more streamlined for us as a smaller podcasting group to help us by following us on Spotify. It's free and it like it definitely helps. And if you want to listen to those bonus episodes in the, in the future, when they start piling up, then you can start paying for the subscription. Um, but for sure, like just follow for free on Spotify. We're currently, currently sitting at uh 47. We have 47 okay. people who We're are actively like, and I know, I know for sure we get more than 47 downloads an episode. So there are people out there who are listening to our show on Spotify um, that just don't follow us on Spotify. So, just, you know, help us out by just that simple follow button. And if you're, if you're following us on Spotify, help us also on YouTube by helping, like, subscribe over there. That helps us a lot on that side, too. So, like, it's, it's a double thing. Like I said, it's free. It's a little thing. It helps us us a lot. So yeah, that's kind of our only little bit of like um, self promotion or self engagement because we, we don't really, we, we joke in the more in the beginning of these things, like, uh, you know, it's free to subscribe and follow, but it actually does help us along the way. Um, Like I said, uh, as far as the Spotify thing, getting us to a hundred follows definitely will uh, help us in the long run. Uh, as far Getting as that this video, podcast, what you guys said you want, so like, like hey, yeah. come on, help us out, and you know, help. <laughs> I don't care. Hack your parents' phones and just say, <laughs> Spotify, Spotify, follow, it, it, follow. Good, <laughs> it's all there good. <laughs> and if you want to help us a little bit, you can always put the auto download to just have it ready for you, so you don't have to worry about your data. But mm-hmm. on, on also a little bit of a promotion today, as far as the release of this episode. The first inspirational shirt is out. <laughs> Liz saw the the mock-ups and she what do you what I do you think? I enjoy them, they're beautiful, they're gorgeous. I so, love it. Uh, no teasing the set the other two because we're only gonna do one every five every so what do you think of the first one? The the forgiveness shirt. We'll call it that, the forgiveness shirt. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the forgiveness shirts? I love the design. It's definitely uh, got some morbid things to it, but you gotta you gotta laugh at it because it's you know it's us. It's just it's really it is a kind of us uh, a thing of us for us. So uh, definitely, I check it out. It's a lot. It's always fun. I love the poems. They're amazing. So do us a favor. Do us a solid. Buy one. Exactly, and like I said, it's only gonna be out for five weeks, and then uh, and then there's gonna be a two week break, and then the next release. So this one is going to be out till zero one. Two. The end of May. The end of May. I think it's somewhere around that range. So yeah. So the end of May will be the the last week you can get um, this shirt. Uh, so make sure you get it before it's gone forever. Um, but it's a fun one. It has a really fun poem. I can actually read the poem for those who want to. Um, 
So please do just because I think that would kind of give it a, a moment. <laughs> so the shirt itself, the quote we found, we think is valuable is if you die, ask for forgiveness. You might be wondering what that means. Well, here's a poem to help you ponticate this. Oh no, I kicked it quick. Someone find a priest, please. I need forgiveness. <laughs> Take that as you will. Um, ponder what that means because, yeah, it is a. <laughs> you better find that priest fast because that, with the things happening these days, ooh, shit, it's a crazy one. So, so let's uh, let's uh, jump it's been into a crazy the... couple of weeks. We take a break and the shit hits the fan, right? <laughs> yeah. So we'll start with our first story, and we're gonna be watching a video together. So listen up, guys. Um, give me one moment. Okay. Can you see this, Liz? Dabbing it right now. Okay. Yes. There we go. <clears throat> I have to ask you, what is going on? Oh, actually, I'm sorry, everyone. Give me one moment. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is not showing up on the screen here. Here. Okay, and we're back. I have to ask you, what is going on in the world right now? Though that's not fair. What is going on in America right now? It feels like this week specifically, everywhere you look, there's just people getting shot left and right for, you know, they described it as being in the wrong place, wrong time, which is oversimplified. But it is something that we have to talk about because over the last week or so, there have been so many stories with four specific horrible stories having a very similar theme. The first. So yeah, so there are, there. these were four different stories. These are a couple of stories that we were going to talk about individually originally, but at this point, they all have some of the same, um, basically storyline. If I, I would say, right in, in a sense where he like filled, filled the that mentioned it's like wrong place in the wrong time. Sadly. That's uh, true. That's so scary nowadays. So, um, there was another one today that I popped up. That was fun. Wrong car. Oops. I think that's what, no, that, that the college girl one? No, this is another one that <laughs> happened just actually today or yesterday. Uh, patient, okay. person went into the gas station, went back into the wrong car. The person in the car shot him. Okay. That's uh, so let's find out. Yeah, it's fun. First making big national headlines was Kansas City, Missouri, where a 16 year old black teenager named Ralph Yarl accidentally went up to the wrong house to pick up his younger siblings. Right, it was a very simple mistake. Instead of going to Northeast 115th Terrace, he went to Northeast 115th Street, which also was just one block away. And that isn't that ridiculous where a single block, a single block. This happens to me with packages we have two other homes near literally uh, a block away like probably two minute walk 
we're, we at this point we know these neighbors because if they end up if we get their packages and vice versa we just go and hand them over or leave them at their steps and stuff like that but it's like ridiculous that a single block can be life or death at this point literally and at this point yes we all know Realize his harmless mistake, he was shot in the head and arm by Andrew Lester, an 84-year-old white man. With prosecutors saying that Ralph didn't even cross the threshold into the home and there is no evidence that any words were exchanged before Lester just fired shots through a glass door. According to the criminal complaint, Lester told police he saw a black male, quote, pulling on the exterior storm door handle and thought the person was trying to break into his house. But Ralph, who luckily is expected to make a full recovery, told officers he didn't oh pull on the door, he just rang the doorbell. Now, Lester, it was initially taken into police custody, but then released after 24 hours without charges. With that, then result in protest yeah i believe it's because missouri has stand your ground laws if i'm remembering which will that's a whole debate as far as like politics and stuff like that but it's just one of those things where like i can see why the people rose up for for this it, it's it's just every mostly when it's a family thing and um you're you are uh getting to the point where it's just it's like you you're losing you almost lose your child at this point Oh, well, that happened with a 20-year-old. So let's continue. ...outrage on social media, but then on Tuesday, he was charged with felony assault in the first degree and armed criminal action, with Lester there pleading not guilty and then being released on $200,000 bail. And very notably here, many people, including Ralph's lawyer, have urged prosecutors to file an additional hate crime charge. And while the prosecuting attorney did say there was a racial component to the case, he also noted that the hate crime charge is actually a lesser felony than the charges they decided to bring against Lester, and adding it could risk double jeopardy. But again, that was just one of the stories this week. With that was just one. That was a just one exactly there's so many more oh god just days later 20 year old kaylin gill is being shot and killed in upstate new york after a group of friends accidentally drove down the wrong driveway while looking for another friend's house and <laughs> this one just going to pick up a friend and end up in the wrong no. street no that there is a joke to say that you go in the, you end up in the wrong hood and you end up in the with holes in your car and your and in your body but sometimes when you're like you think it's a rel relatively safe neighborhood? Like, it just... Like, the driveway, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it wasn't like... Go ahead. No, no, you go for it. You have, a, you have something to say. No, just like, it's, it's the wrong driveway, for fuck's sake. It's not like you're... I don't know. It's just, just so... There's so many fucked up things to this that's been happening. I'm sorry. Authorities, the group was driving in a caravan of two cars and a motorcycle, but they began to leave when they realized their mistake. In fact, the first two vehicles had already turned around to leave, and the last car, which Kaylin was in, it was doing the exact same when 65-year-old Kevin Monahan stepped out of his house and fired two shots. And police believe that none of the friends exited the car or had any interaction with Monahan before shots were fired. And so as a result, he's now been charged with murder and denied. He just saw it randomly, never had any interaction, just ended up in the wrong, was it driveway? Wrong driveway. It was literally the wrong driveway. She was turning around in the wrong freaking driveway because they were looking for the, you know, and she gets shot and and loses her life. Twenty years old. Damn it. Fuck. Like I've I've I'll be honest. I've I've done that a couple times where I'm like yeah. I end up in the, I end up in the wrong street. So I just use like oh there's a, a roughly an empty driveway. Use it up to back up and it could be a lot simpler than driving an entire street circle. And but it seems like nowadays, like trying to do a simple what is it, an L turn? No, not an L turn, U turn, a simple U turn, essentially, or a three point turn. Three point turn, that's around. what it is. Three, a three point turn can end up with you not being on this planet anymore. 
bail. Then, one day after those charges were announced, you had two cheerleaders shot, one critically injured in a supermarket parking lot in Texas after one of the girls accidentally got into the wrong car. With <laughs> oh my god. Seriously. So this one, I like, have you ever, okay, we have a, we have a story in our friend group of someone who ended up inside of, oh, oh inside someone in the wrong car. To this day, we still make that joke. Mostly because even my car, my car is a very generic, like, car. And where I park for work and stuff, there's always one or two other vehicles exactly, say model and color. And there's been a few times where I've pulled the handle to the wrong car. Um... But have you ever had the situation where you accidentally went into the wrong car? I almost pulled the thing and realized it wasn't my car. Or have you, like, a friend's car? Like, you knew nope. their, your friend's car? Nope. nope. I knew exactly what I was looking at, so I was like, oh, <laughs> but yeah. good. But yeah, we've had, we have, like I said, we have a story of a friend who ended up, I think more than once actually ended up in the, in the wrong person's car. And actually one time the per there was a person inside the car when they got in the backseat. Jesus. Um, but, Oops, wrong car, my bad. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes all you got to do is say like, ooh, okay. But like, it seems like nowadays you're just like, there's no, oh, I'm sorry, my apologies, wrong vehicle. Now it's like, no, no words. You just let, you get filled with lead. You know, it's just crazy. Shut right. The cheerleader named Heather Roth saying in an Instagram live that she was the one who mistook the car for her own, opening the door and then retreating quickly to a friend's car. When she you know, that's like, oh yeah, she like, yeah, oh, it was my fault. I, you know, that I did the wrong thing. That sounds like responsible. She saw a man sitting in the passenger seat. She then said that the man approached her friend's vehicle and she had rolled down her window to apologize when he just started shooting. And according to court documents, a manager at the supermarket also told police he saw the suspect, quote, shoot at the vehicle multiple times before fleeing the area. And there, police saying they worked through the night to identify and track down the suspect, who they later identified as 25-year-old Pedro Tello Rodriguez Jr. And they charged him with deadly conduct, which is a third-degree felony. And then the fourth... So, just start going with that story. The third story alone, just, um, you know... Like, I get it. Like, if someone, like, got into my car and just ran away a little bit, I would, I, I, I depending on how I felt, they, it seems it would have been malicious, maybe. Uh, going to the, like, hey, what were you trying to do? And, like, and they apologize. That's fine. But also, that can be dangerous in itself because you can take it from the other point where they could, like, you going into another person's car, going to that person's car, can end up with you being shot. No, I just so, never know. Like, and this is like a grocery grocery store parking lot, guys. Like, we think it would be relatively safe. <laughs> you, yeah, like all you have to do is worry about people dri driving a little too fast in the parking lot or roaming carts. Okay, mm -hmm. and then the fourth story we were going to talk about high-profile incident that we had came out of North Carolina, where on Tuesday you had a man shoot a six-year-old girl and several others reportedly because a basketball rolled into his yard. Now there, few details have been released so far, with police saying that one man and one child were seriously injured, one woman was grazed by a bullet, and another man was shot at but not injured. Authorities also didn't identify the victims, but local media have identified them as six-year-old Kinsley White and her parents, William White and Ashley Hildebrand. Officials have also not officially said what prompted the shooting, but neighbors have told reporters that several young children were just playing basketball when their ball rolled into the yard of 24 year old robert lewis singleton like how many times have like a ball or a toy oh, I lost, 
baseballs. I've lost basketballs. I've lost soccer balls. I've lost volleyballs oh, so many times because I've gone into a neighbor's yards. Whether and the, I, then the guy next door had golf balls. Like, come on, like that thing can be in our yard all the time. Oh my god, this is like crazy shit, dude. Like. I want to go back to the 90s where we just felt a little bit safer than the shit, dude. <laughs> just a little bit safer. Fuck. And then responding by running down the street, firing at a neighbor, and then approaching Kinsley, who was just playing outside in her yard and shooting her in the face. Singletary then shooting her father, who ran over to protect her while another bullet grazed her mother. And family members saying they saw Singletary chasing William, who collapsed bleeding on the ground and is still in the hospital. Now, as far as Kinsley, luckily she's alive. She's also been released from the hospital after doctors removed bullet fragments from her cheek. And the kindergartner giving an emotional interview to local reporters. Why did you shoot my daddy and me? Why did you shoot a kid's dad? And as far as Singletary, he fled the scene after attacking all these innocent people, and as of recording, he's still at large. With a manhunt underway, and he's wanted on four counts of attempted first-degree murder, two counts of assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill or inflicting serious injury, and one count of possession of a firearm by a felon. And very notably here, before all this, Singletary was already awaiting trial on felony charges from an incident back in December where he allegedly beat his girlfriend in the head with a mini sledgehammer. With a man allegedly not <laughs> letting fuck? her leave his apartment until she cleaned up the evidence. You know, a guy who should definitely still be out there in the streets with the public and in a world and a country that, that seemingly does not want to change i don't know what else to say other than this is america and that there we go that's the best way to put it give us one moment everyone i am just disgusted one, one moment, one moment. i am disgusted okay there you guys go, go. So, what were you saying? I'm just so disgusted. How this is our world coming to? Or this oh, is our you country, came in my basically. wrong yard. You came into the wrong car. You came in <laughs> like bam, bam, bam. I guess it helps with population, but damn, so, shit. So as just far some of the things that are innocent. So, as far as the last story is concerned, uh, a little bit of an update because that's uh, it's it's a more uh, recent story. The 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 father is uh making a full recovery for the most part. Uh, not no longer in critical condition, but he's uh he he's doing better. He will be he will be back and able to, um, you know, back with his family in the near future. Um, but yeah, it is it is disappointing that this is. And here's the thing. And these are just some of the stories that get publicized. There's like stories like this happen every day. This is this is a daily occurrence in America. This is not us yeah. doing a, a discussion about gun politics and everything. It's just one of those things that we just want to talk about because it's ridiculous how some of these small stupidity things can end you up in the hospital or like six feet under. Like Enough, what was the, what was the first one? Um, going to the wrong street to pick up your siblings. One street over. Going into the wrong. Apparently, he was an ex. Uh, who was convicted for murder? He's convicted murderer. Who? The final one? Lester. That first one. That oh, one. In okay, wrong okay. house. Okay. Interesting. I just saw it on the articles, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing other stuff. <laughs> okay. And then the, the, so our, so either going to the wrong house, just one block over, going to, um, the, into a driving, uh, driving, wrong driveway, wrong driveway. Uh, 
getting into someone else's car that that in itself is a little bit like you know you got to really be careful on that one but still uh it, we our, one of our friends have done it and so you know luckily they're still alive and kicking and and then just having a toy a ball end up in someone else's yard and mostly to a child that young a kindergartner basically luckily hey, yeah it's just really upset setting it's really it's it's scary you know all the kids are now like basically afraid to go to school <laughs> afraid to play outside now i want to go back to the 90s where we were at least felt a little safe and our neighbors didn't you know whip out a gun just because we were our basketball went into the wrong yard jesus hmm. can't help you there liz can't help you there i know i know i dream of the day <laughs> but it's a it's one of those it's one of those things where it's like i don't uh, i don't see any of this getting any better we'll be probably seeing more news stories well we won't be trying to cover them unless they're more as ridiculous as some of these stories are um like i said like like i mo most of the time when we're listening to these uh these stories that make make quote national news it's just a, because of how outrageous because like it's like i mentioned earlier some of the stories that are happening they're like like i said they're shootings like this maybe once to five times a day that we don't hear about at all just because yeah, they, they just don't make national news where they're not mm -hmm. as ridiculous and it's not and we're not we're not a news show we're we're a comedy news show we're not, we're not serious like but we like to like inform you guys of like what's happening and how stupid some of this stuff is just like this so unless Liz wants to have any final thoughts on this uh thing, we can jump. I guess in. we need to get life insurance policies on our lives and on our children. <laughs> oh my god, the life insurance on children! Oh my god, how, you basically have to now. You gotta mm -hmm. give life insurance to your kids, or yeah. just for safety reasons, because you never know. <laughs> just like I don't know, it just really is scary to think about. Like I never thought about doing it, but now like like the things are just getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And yeah, I was just like the kids were banging our window last night because. They knew Ursa was in the room. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Or I was the, like, what the fuck? Why was somebody banging on our windows? And then when you think about it, how expensive thing is, like how expensive it is to bury a child. You just Oh, just burying a human being in general. I, I think cremation is the way to go. <laughs> I think we all voted. I think we both voted on that for our, our final finale. Um, but yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to hear about why we came up with it, I think we talked about it in a bonus episode why we chose cremation. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to know our, our full discussion of why we chose that, there's a there's a full like bonus episode where we talked about shit like that. It's a bit morbid, but that's why it's behind the paywall. Um, <laughs> but um, but we gave our honest opinions on that one. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's like uh, talking about money actually and doing something local. Uh, the, God, choose, yes. so let's talk about this one go ahead liz i'll let you choose time this one oh, yes i read this one this was crazy guys i don't know and i missed it i can't believe i missed it <laughs> i know right uh, i don't know i must have been sleeping or something at that point i don't know maybe you were too <laughs> um, Burger man says he threw two hundred thousand dollars from the car to bless quote unquote uh bless others Not family claims he drained day. shared bank accounts um and look at that uh, Authorities shit. in Oregon say a man allegedly emptied his family shared bank accounts before, or thrown thousands of dollars in the cash onto a local highway. Oregon State policeman said the man was identified as Colin Davis McCarthy, 
38, tossed the money out of his car Tuesday evening on Interstate 5 near milepost 192. Oh, we're ways away from that. <laughs> uh, that'd be fun. They might, with the wind, might track it up here. Who knows? Uh, the UG man told responding officers that he was doing well and wanted to bless others with gifts of money, according to CBS affiliated KBL and NBC affiliate KMTR. OSP did not immediately respond to people request for comment. Several motorists stopped to grab some of the money thrown from the man's car per reports. However, OSB was concerned about the hazard posed uh, by the dollars bills that littered the interstate, according to KZI. A responding officers eventually convinced uh, McCarthy to stop throwing the cash. The man told officials he had thrown about $200,000 from his vehicle, uh, with the outlet reporting that more than money had been collected by 8 p.m. that evening. Uh, uh, Basically, yeah, but I think so, yeah. there was more stuff there. Uh, he's not criminally in charge, but I know there was more to this. Um, but anyways, yeah. So basically, he he quote. I'm gonna say quote because technically he didn't really steal his money, the money, but he did in a sense because it is a shared account. Uh, so it is their money. Um, and it as as someone who could have probably jumped out and grabbed a. Couple, a couple, a couple of the hundreds, you know, that wouldn't have hurt because I know that money's lost. Like people don't have to return it, as far as I've been hearing, uh, because it was quote given away. Um, so, uh, yeah, the the people, the people who were like who this man was like blessing them with, you know, they they got a little bonus. And I know it was dangerous because I saw some videos of people walking out on the interstate, which is in itself dangerous alone um like but you know take a few steps to get uh 500 bucks i think i would i would take a quick a quick just uh five minutes step out there for 500 maybe even a park yourself right in the center of the deadline grab all that cash just sit in the middle you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah yeah the, and then there's this whole conspiracy apparently that uh has been circulating that he didn't actually throw all two hundred thousand. And he threw uh, out because they have they're still because people aren't reporting the money. There, it's it's being conspiracized that he threw out probably ten to fifty thousand, and he's squirming away one hundred and fifty k somewhere. So, uh, there's also more to that story on him. He is not. He's actually was caught with um owning weapons in his house, which he's not supposed to because he's on probation. <laughs> It's it's a huge escalation from where he's at mentally. I think. So yeah, it, like it, it it it's devastating for the family for sure. Um, but you know, I would we wouldn't it wouldn't have been bad for us to just take a <laughs> take a little. Well, if you get your Facebook lawsuit going on, you might get a couple hundred bucks back. <laughs> this is cash now. Cash now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I hope the best for this family because it's it's devastating when it when it comes with family stuff, when it comes to family things like this, and you're worried. Basically, their life savings, their family's life savings. That's a, that's a huge amount of money. Two k or two hundred k. Two hundred k. Two hundred k. I mean, thank you. That's like that. That's like a nice downsized payment to a house, and <laughs> having to pay much on mortgage. That is that's a lot. Mostly if it's like it was for their kids colleges or uh rainy day funds or anything it's like that's a 
that is like devastating that you lost money. Like any any yeah. amount of money is devastating amount. But that's definitely like like emotional damage. Like for real. Um any any final thoughts on this one, Liz? I feel sorry for the family that lost the money. I hope the guy that who did it gets some sort of like slap on the wrist. Um sucks, you know. Um good on the people who got some extra money, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have been so bad to get a little bit of that, you know, I'll be honest. I know, right? Uh... Um but yeah, let's um let's go to the next one where <laughs> Um, you know, some people can never come back to normality, you know, when once they leave a job or a career. And, you know, one person just like wanted to get back to that. So apparently an Air National gunman faces charges after applying to be a rent a hitman dot com hitman. Let's <laughs> say. Oh, so here we go. A 21-year-old Air National Guardsman faces federal charges after being arrested in connection with a murder-for-hire scheme. Uh, Josiah, I think that's how you say his name, Josiah Garcia, 21, of Hermitage, Tennessee, was charged last week with the uses of interstate facilities in the commission to of murder-for-hire. According to federal authorities, the charges were filed after Garcia allegedly attempted to find work as an assassin on renta uh, <laughs> which is a spoof site which includes the ability to hire uh apply to be a hitman so it was just a joke originally <laughs> i looked into this i it, it was just a website someone made to be a goof or like you you want to hire a hitman here you go 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 here or do you want to be work as a hit it's, it's like it's funny right it's a fun it's goofy it's like an april fool's joke almost per se i feel yeah. like april was a joke <laughs> and apparently the parody website included fake testimonies about customers experience and say the how do you have <laughs> testimonials <laughs> as they say the company is 100 percent hipaa compliant joking it stands for hitman information privacy and protection act of 1964 <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, they even had good jokes. That's a good joke. I love it. I love it. I mean, like HIPAA, I was like, wait, the health insurance privacy no, no, act? No, oh, no. no, not wrong one. No, wrong one. The Hitman Information Privacy Protection Act. Bruh. According to a federal attorney, Zerciaz began searching for a contract missionary jobs earlier this year to make money for his family. Noble. The, the the Department of Justice, the DOJ, said Garcia applied to be a hitman on the site, submitting a resume that touts his employment as a national argot, indicating that his nickname was Reap, uh, Reaper for his marksmanship. An undercover FBI agent uh, has been communicating with Garcia, setting up a plan for Garcia to kill someone for 5K. Wow, that's I did not know is that cheap. To, Pretty low. Yeah, you would think. Uh, yeah. Damn, like, why aren't people hiring more hitmen's if that's that cheap? Garcia must have, should have known that was a, that's, that, that, that was a trap, like 5k. Mm-hmm. Actually, he Garcia, probably said easy money, easy money. <laughs> uh, she should have gone for 10, 10k minimum. Uh, and then expenses, 10k plus expenses. You know, like, bullets are expensive. I can believe that. And one of my co, one of good friends who's a, a excellent marksmanship. Uh, well, she she's a great person. Um, she has a lot of guns because that's her her, her thing. Um, she was talking about how guns or bullets are very very expensive. Oh yeah, they're, she's they're like, pretty pricey. Yeah, I'm having to trade. <laughs> oh 
Okay, and that people are buying them off me. <laughs> I was like, oh. Hey, you know, that, that little way to make you a little extra cash later. Uh, Garcia met with uh, the agent at a park in Tennessee, given a fictional target, and was provided a down payment of $2,500. That's not bad. Okay. And said at the press release at the attorney office. Uh, basically, got caught. So, <laughs> I, I, it, it's funny to see how ridiculous some of these things are when... He's desperate. <laughs> he wants I, his money. Well, I get it. When you're trying to support your family, and he wanted to... Do something in his line of work, basically. Essentially. Uh, you know, if you, you know, like I said, like some people just can't, can't get away from that type of work. It, it's hard. It, 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 it takes a certain type of people for sure. And there's been, they, they, there's been studies and things like that, that people in different military groups, not just in our, our country, like they try to get these like, quote, like psychotic people to join the military because they are the people that are willing to do what needs to be done. Uh, and then when they kind of, when they're trained up and then they come back to society, normal society, they just can't cope. Um, this might be me just speculating, but it's been, there's been some studies and there's been some cases where you see some ex-military people do stuff um, just because they just can't come back to normal society because they're just so accustomed to being on the quote, the edge, I would say. Not to disrespect some more military people, but some people, you know, just can't handle normal society. No, right? Crazy. Like, we're, we're barely surviving. We're, we're everyday normal people. <laughs> Mentally, I've been gone since the last three years. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 it's funny in, in the sense where I'm glad no one got hurt. But it's really weird because there are real hitmen out there that do get really hit like do get hired and uh, like there's here's one case where someone did have the uh, like almost had a chance to hire someone like if th he got into the right place at the right time he probably could have been a legitimate hitman uh earning some cash you know but you know it's a uh, it's it's weird that this is where we're at in the world with like your everyday person because he's pretty young. He was a young individual, just just in his early, literally his early twenties, barely able to drink, and uh, now he's gonna be in jail for a couple of years and without his family now. Like what mm -hmm. he was trying to do for his family. Years, I think they said up to ten years. That that's a chunk of your life. That's definitely a chunk of your. I think we've had I think we've had a discussion about this, like, uh, like what it, what would be the minimum amount of imprisonment that you would be willing to do, um, and like I said, we this is a behind a bonus episode, but like imprisonment overall is a chunk of time away from society from every day because I remember I was listening to a podcast where they had a guest who was gone for. Four years, and that's a, that's a good chunk of time. That's like a high school generation. But if you think how much time has moved so fast in four years, this person uh, was getting used to uh, YouTube, smartphones, and just like some of the and streaming services, because th that wasn't in his time when he ended up in jail. Like that's crazy. You think about it in our lifetime. The amount of 
of us millennials have to be how to really flex to kind of grow up to learn how to use these systems like computers. They were just starting out as kids for us and we were learning how to type and doing basic stuff on Microsoft and whatnot. And the fact that we have done that, we didn't have cell phones. I mean, technically there were cell phones, but there were big bulky ass things that only made phone calls out. And now our phones are like mini computers. It's a craziness if you think about it, how quickly, in our times, in our lifetimes, so much has transformed. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. It is, it's, it, 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 think about it from when I was born to, you know, because I'm what, a couple years older than you, to now. It's just, it is, it is just mind blowing. It's an explosion. It's an explosion. It is really, it had explosive enough uh, of technology in such a small, I feel like, even though it is, relatively think about how many years I've been on this planet, how relatively small of time, how quickly that exploded. You know what I mean? Damn. Liz is about to go into like weed talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's true. It's true. It's one of those things where it just, it, it's, it's fascinating to just get the concept because all the things that we see, some of the things like, like, man, those kids are going to have such a blast with so many cool texts. Like if we're old enough, at this point, if you're healthy enough, you can live to a good chunk. Not that our the average lifespan has increased slightly, not greatly, but a good chunk. And if you're healthy and stay healthy enough without some only random... in America that ours is down compared to the rest of the world. Okay, just remember that. True. Actually, you never in America. Apparently, you can just get shot if, if you end up in the wrong <laughs> place at the wrong time. So I don't know. Our lifespan seems like getting like get cuts really short so fast at this point. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah, no. uh, so, yeah maybe, today, maybe on tomorrow. <laughs> at this point, at this point, right? Maybe I shouldn't be saying that. Uh, so yeah, but it, it, it's interesting because I know at this moment, like my my nephew, he's already growing up with a with a tablet in his hand, knowing how to do all that stuff. Where I still well, have that's to what I did with my daughter because I was like, I know this is going to be the world. This is going to be the way things are going to go. <laughs> I'm letting her learn, and it's. Uh, um, I had some cousins who are, are right around our age too, and they are only limited so much time on TV and electronics. And I'm, I'm like, I think they're gonna have a hard time making it in this world because the world is just it's in the palm of your hand, literally. Yeah, it's a, it's one of the things I like. I never respect that. You know, the different parents do different things. But I get, I get respect it too. But you know, at some point, you're gonna have to go. These kids are gonna need to le learn how to thrive on this stuff. This is how life is going to be going forward. Exactly. Um, because yeah, that's kind of, that is the, that is literally the future. That is the future. Well, honestly, it, and, and granted having my daughter have that opportunity as a young kiddo to do that, that also prepared her for when she had to go online school when it was on an iPad. Shit. Okay. There you go. Okay. Let's, there's one more story or one video and we're going to be hearing Phil again. So give us one second, everyone. Can you see that? Hmm? Okay. Okay. And we're back. All right. We're going to be hearing about this billion dollar uh, claim. 
Imagine having your Sigma. insurance claim denied in just 1.2 seconds. Your life, your future decided in an instant. Well, welcome to Cigna's world, where an algorithm decides the fate of hundreds of thousands of claims, putting profits over people. And here's the thing. We, we already know insurance companies fuck us hard. But I promise you that by the end of this story, you're going to want some healthcare to remove your foot from someone's ass. Right? And that's because ProPublica and the Capital Forum <laughs> investigated how one of the nation's largest insurers, Cigna, decides whether to approve or deny policy claims. Typically, the way that it's supposed to work is that claims go into the insurance system, get screened by a nurse, and then reviewed by a medical director. And that's because many state laws require doctors to review each individual claim before insurers reject them on medical grounds. Which that's always interesting because I always see those like envelopes in the background so much. And I'm like, that's man, this sounds like a lot of paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> but it's our files too. Don't forget that. Some of it's our files. Okay. And that's because many state laws require doctors to review each individual claim before insurers reject them on medical grounds, which means examining patient records, going over coverage policies, and generally using their professional judgment. It's meant to be thorough and fair. And for small, low-cost claims, the company usually just pays them out because it's just not worth the time and money it takes to review them. But what if you didn't review the claims and just denied them anyway? Well, reportedly, that's exactly what Cigna's been doing for over a decade now, using an algorithm that automatically denies claims with a mismatch between the diagnosis and tests or treatments for the diagnosis that the company considers acceptable. Then the company's medical directors just sign off on all the denials in one big batch, deeming them all medically unnecessary with one former doctor saying, we literally click and submit. It takes all of 10 seconds to do 50 at a time. You gotta love that. You gotta love it when like, uh, I'm just saving time by just like, deny. Like one of those stamps, deny, deny, deny. <laughs> oh, you need that life, sur life-saving surgery? No. Boop. Not covered. Uh, pay us, <laughs> pay us a hundred thousand. Done. It is that is ridiculous. Oh, you need a cancer treatment? No. <laughs> no, and we don't cover that. Denied. Former doctor saying, we literally click and submit. It takes all of 10 seconds to do 50 at a time. So in just two months last year, Cigna doctors rejected over 300,000 claims using this system and spending an average of just 1.2 seconds on each case. And this has squeezed fat stacks out of the company's policyholders. With Dr. Alan Mooney, the guy who created the system for Cigna, saying it undoubtedly saved the firm billions of dollars. And a former executive saying, put yourself in the shoes of the insurer. Why not just deny them all and see which ones come back on appeal? From a cost perspective, it makes sense. And adding, insurers are very good at knowing when they can deny a claim and patients will grumble, but will still write a check. Which it turns out is very true. In one document, Cigna estimated that only 5% of people actually appeal a denial from the algorithm. So, like, when, because some people will do that. If they get denied, like, they go, oh, well, I can't do anything about it. I'm stuck with this bill, right? But, yeah, people forget that some, you can apply, appeal, I mean, sorry, appeal. Yeah, because it, right, it's written on everything you get back from your insurance companies whether or the actual doctor's office you can appeal the claim if you don't feel like that's appropriate i get that all the time like i see them i think oh but a lot of the times i don't need to appeal it because i'm like okay there's nothing further that i need to go further with it anyways there we go moving on exactly and but you but here's the, the thing is sometimes like they don't have the knowledge you do like your everyday people so this is a little note for you listeners like if you get denied Try to appeal like this is it is within your policy to uh -huh. do it like you like it helps a lot in the long run. Uh, because you, like I said, we, we make the joke that we basically are uh, Americans are basically people who are in debt until they die at this point. Exactly. And, and honestly, if we, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go for it. No, I just think it's, it's true. I think people rather be in debt than, you know, be confrontational i guess that's how we get some karens in the world right 
<laughs> and Kevin's. Anywho, um, we, you know, honestly, people, if you feel like that should be covered by your insurance company, ask them, do it. It's not a biggie. People, you know, you have every right to go, hey, this doesn't seem right. I should be covered. I paid an extra premium because this is what, you know, I expected this to happen this year or I'm paying extra because I have extra health problems. Let's continue. Like, let's go, go, go. Right. And don't be one of these forums where you are just a two second, a one second click. And while that may sound low, and it is low, it's still relatively high for the industry. With one study finding that patients under the Affordable Care Act appeal less than 0.2% of the time, and insurers uphold about 60% of those denials. And then for those who do appeal, it's a fucking nightmare as one guy who was insured under Cigna found out, telling reporters he was experiencing pain in his bones, so his doctor used a blood test to determine he was vitamin D deficient, with that costing $350. But when Cigna mailed him a letter refusing to cover it on grounds that it wasn't medically necessary, he couldn't believe it, saying this was a clinical decision being second-guessed by someone with no knowledge of me. So being a physician himself, he appeals the denial, and a second Cigna doctor reviewed the case but stood by the initial rejection, explaining that because the patient had not been previously diagnosed with a vitamin D deficiency, the test was unnecessary, which raises the obvious fucking question, how is he supposed to have a diagnosis before he got tested for the thing that he needed the diagnosis of? And so exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. How do, how do we know? How do we charge you? How do we accept your charge if we don't know? Like, oh, you have cancer? We can't, you know, like, okay, well, you want to get treated? Uh, check for cancer. Okay, but we weren't going to charge you for any of that, even though we find out with all those tests that you do have cancer. Uh, you still got to pay for all the cancer tests, even though <laughs> like ridiculous, ridiculous. We're to the point where the things that were supposed to or your quote, your checkups, the things that are supposed to try to keep you healthy are not the things that keep you healthy. So you can stay oh, healthy. They don't run the blood work. They don't run, you know, not a, well, it depends if you have a PCP um, that will do that kind of stuff for you. But honestly, it's like every time I go for a checkup, it's usually not the right checkup. <laughs> so, I mean, think about it, guys. Like, yeah. It, it is r ridiculous just hearing that where... Where the, and this is a physician. Some of this stuff that Cigna denied me back in when I had Cigna, when we had Cigna. I don't know if you remember when we had Cigna. <laughs> I don't, honestly. But, well, you know, it's been the past 10 years. So basically as long as we've known, a little over longer than we've known each other. I've had Ursula, basically. And I, no, mm -hmm, I'm very sure they denied me a lot of stuff. And I'm glad I had secondary insurance because I was like not being able to afford any of the shit. <laughs> that would have been medical debt. All right, let's continue. And so at that point, he's just baffled and he takes us to an independent reviewer who, shocker, after looking at the case, said, hey, the test was in fact necessary. But this entire hassle took over seven months over just a few hundred dollars and it may not have actually worked out in his favor at all if the patient himself wasn't a doctor. Now, in response to all this, Cigna argues that the system actually helps patients since it enables the company to fast track payments for approved claims. One former executive said that doesn't actually make sense, saying they were paying all these claims before, then they weren't. You're talking about a system built to deny claims. Plus, the list of treatments and tests that aren't covered for different diagnoses can be somewhat arbitrary. Right in 2014, Cigna made a presentation weighing the pros and cons of adding another procedure to the list. Autonomic nervous system testing. It can help tell if a patient suffers from nerve damage caused by diabetes or a variety of autoimmune diseases. And it only costs a few hundred dollars, which Cigna has been paying out for every single claim without question. But by adding the procedure to the list, it would deny almost 18,000 claims and save about two and a half million dollars per year, according to estimates. So sure enough, those greedy fucks threw it on the list. But also understand this is a problem that goes way beyond just Cigna. Right? Health insurers deny millions of claims 
every year, be it for surgeries, visits to the ER, or life-saving treatments and prescriptions. Meanwhile, the six largest private health insurers in 2021 raked in more than $40 billion in profits. And in Look at that. They're rich. They're rich, Liz. Insurance executives say systems akin to the algorithm used by Cigna have existed throughout the industry, with Mooney saying his group made a similar one for United Health, so it could deny claims in bulk. And claim denials have become an even more pronounced issue for many people since the pandemic began. Because right now, you have up to 4 million full-time workers out of the labor force due to long COVID. And for some, the care that they need to manage their chronic symptoms has forced them into medical debt, often because their claims are denied by insurance companies who are wary of paying for treatments that they don't know will work for an illness that's still poorly understood. And a paper last year actually estimated that long COVID could cost an individual $9,000 on average per year. But these types of denials aren't the only way that companies are squeezing you dry. With the New York Times investigation last year finding that major health insurers boost their profits by billions of dollars with the oldest trick in the fucking book, fraud. And at the center of this scheme is the Medicare Advantage program, a private sector alternative to traditional Medicare where the federal government pays insurers for each patient who enrolls with higher payments for sicker patients. Right? As of that time, it was on track to enroll more than half of all Medicare beneficiaries this year. So the companies devised every method they could imagine to make patients appear as sick as humanly possible on paper without providing any more actual treatment. This includes Kaiser gifting bottles of champagne or cash bonuses to doctors who found enough diagnoses and patient records. Or it could look like Anthem, now called Elevance Health, paying more to doctors who said that their patients were sicker. Or how about United Health, the country's largest insurer, telling its workers to mine old medical records for more illnesses and when they couldn't find enough, just sending them back to try again. With shit like this, inflating the bills for eight of the 10 biggest insurers in the program. Plus four of the five biggest to face federal lawsuits for fraud. So basically, Medicare Advantage was initially meant to reduce- Damn, you gotta love fraud now. You just gotta- yeah. You gotta. I, I, I just like the person's, you know, healthy as a horse, but we're gonna find some medical illnesses wrong with them. It is. It's. Yeah. And then people wonder. And people wonder. Honestly, I, you know, it almost makes me wonder what when I look at somebody's profile, those diagnosis codes are correct. Yeah, you just who would who input those ones? Not I'm assuming it wasn't our. Well, I don't know. I I have no clue. They probably were told to by the insurance company to put that in their profile. <laughs> but you know, honestly, I I it makes me wonder. Bruh. Oh my it makes gosh. me wonder. Reduce healthcare costs by privatizing the system, and instead, prices just shot past those of the government program that it displaced. Right? Instead of competing to provide the best care, insurers are competing to see who can better game the system. And the cost to the taxpayers is massive, with the additional diagnoses leading to $12 billion in overpayments in 2020 alone, according to one estimate. But we're talking about an amount of money that's enough to cover hearing and vision care for every American over 65. Enough money to cover hearing and vision care for the American populace. And I think this is going back to the whole Mr. Beast controversy a little bit where here, here is a potential option right here. The ability to basically cover hearing and vision for every American, making that a quote, a, even, even at a very low percentage, uh, what is it? What is it? Copayment? What is it? What is it called? Fuck. Copay? Copay. Like 25 bucks. Copay. And you get hearing and vision care. There's the money right there, but it's like. Fine. Do you have anything to say or just continue? I just continue. I, I just, I, yeah. I'm just, I can't. It's just, I can, I can, and I cannot fathom this shit. This is stuff, it's flabbergasting. Okay, let's, it's almost over.
an amount of money that's enough to cover hearing and vision care for every American over 65. But ultimately, I think where I'm going to end this story, uh, two notes. One, the more we talk in detail about stories like this, the, the more I think maybe Tyler Durden had some good ideas. And two, if you or someone you know is one of the unlucky people who are getting letters denying them coverage, please appeal that bullshit. They are counting on you not. And in the meantime, if some fucking smart people can do something with all the emerging AI to make it just as easy for the people that are getting fucked by these companies to fight back with their appeals and making it easy for more and more people to do so that would be amazing because these rich greedy fucks have just for so long been fucking around and they deserve to find out and then okay give us one moment everyone so yeah it is wild I, i'm not surprised I, I'm, I'm not like i feel like this is america this is what they're gonna do i mean we're like we're one of the ones you know actually i side note this i don't know there is a, somebody on tiktok who would talk about cigna denying claims it, it, apparently it was a doctor himself i don't know if he is, still is a practicing doctor but yes or he happened to knew, know about these i don't know what it was but he would talk about these and i just like my eyes just like got big and i was like holy crap i don't know if he was brought in to highlight what was going on by cigna because he talked about cigna all the time uh about these diagnosis codes and stuff like that and i i just just wow wow yeah welcome to america y'all welcome to america you welcome sure you want to be here you get shot tomorrow the thing is, the thing is, it's, it's still a lot safer than a lot of other countries. I'll be honest. It's still, I don't know. It, yeah, we, if we 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 might be starting to do more international stories, but those when you get into those, man, it's it's bad out there. That's why people still try to come to America. Uh, maybe don't bring your kids to America though. At this point, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Let them fend for themselves. Um, but yeah, it is like. What 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 Philip DeFranco mentioned? If you get denied uh, appeal, appeal, that's the, like the worst they'll say is no again, right? At least try because don't don't end up with so much medical debt. You don't like at least me and Liz have some understanding to what we're dealing with. Liz a little bit more. Uh, I I know very little bit, but I know enough where I'm not gonna get fucked over. Like I owe medical stuff. But not to the outrageous amount that is some of these crazy things. Like it, it's it's a good chunk of money. It's gonna take a little bit of payoff, but it's not gonna take me my lifetime. <laughs> you know, it's not gonna take my no, lifetime. We don't need nine thousand dollars a year. Jesus, who has an extra nine thousand dollars a year? I mean, especially those with limited income, aka our sixty-five and older crew, our retirees. <laughs> unlimited and, income and the thing is I, the, the sad thing is when i i speak with some people at work that are in the older generation that are that quote want to retire when, when we're talking and quote joking it sometimes get to that weird serious moment where they're like i can't retire at age 67 65 just because it's not feasible in this economy and it's things like this that it happens and it's like you know we joke but then it just gets to that weird like we're about to cross the line where it's like joking to reality and it's just sad now. Now, so. how many people I have actually, actually alone in my workplace that are over 65? I mean, talking in like seventies in their seventies, still working. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like talk about freaking your golden years, your, uh, do whatever you, your retirement. That's, that's not, that's not a thing anymore. 
not a thing anymore. Unless you're like part of that, what is it? I think it's the five percent. Like I think because it's like it's not even the one percent. It's like there's a there's a point like zero two percent that own like the, the all the uh, all the cash in the in the world. Like I own like ninety percent of the the money in the world. Like a, like I think it's like a hundred and thirty five people own ninety percent of all the money in the world. Uh, and then it then divides the rest, the other 10% around to everyone else. And yeah, it is crazy. Uh, but yeah, we'll leave that in there. Like I said, it is disappointing if you were a a Cigna. Is that right? Cigna. Yeah. Cigna, Kaiser, Mana, Elevental. Well, I mean, they're the top ones right now. They're they're actually going to get charged with you know fraud so oh yeah well, right like, now, they were, like they were we'll mentioning see what the other ones come up with but seriously if you get denied appeal it like that's the least you can do because you don't end up with an exorbitant amount of medical debt like like it, it, it does take money to stay healthy to be honest but it shouldn't take literal arm and a leg to do it okay it shouldn't uh-huh. um but yeah those, i think those are our final thoughts on that is that right liz Nope, I think you said it. All right, then. Uh, We're going to be getting to our final discussion, our Am I the Asshole story. But don't forget to like and subscribe. Remember, we're trying to get to 100 follows on Spotify. We're trying to get to 500 subscriptions on YouTube. If you can help us out, that would be fantastic. As far as Spotify, we're... We're halfway. We're halfway to the hundred. Uh, getting to the hundred on Spotify would help us as far as a podcast in the listening form. Spectacularly, getting to five hundred is our end-year goal for YouTube, and we have been slowly creeping up to all our new listeners. So thank you for those who are watching us on YouTube, and if you are watching on YouTube, help us on Spotify. Just follow us there. And if you're listening to Spotify and you're not following, follow. It will help us out. And if you're a listener, subscribe to us on YouTube too. You know, it it, it helps out a lot. And mm-hmm. I appreciate it when you guys do it. And yeah. and like I said, it's free, simple, easy. But don't forget to um to also get uh pick up our new inspirational shirt the first of the year the first of 2023 we so have morbid but so true so true it's how 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 how, how morbid it is that's the first one and what the stories we talked about you it know, was fitting it was fitting it is it kind of lined up i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna lie so it, it is um so yeah, we have two more. We'll be announcing those later. Remember, it's going to be out for five weeks. Probably the end. there'll be an exact date somewhere. We'll have probably that, but it's probably the end of May. Will be the last time you'll be able to get the first forgiveness shirt. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, get it. I'm going to be ordering mine new soon, and you'll be seeing me wear it. Uh, it looks fun, and uh, I, I, it's <laughs> it's sadly true in this day and age and we we came with up with, with these like early in the year and God. Yeah, that's following verbatim <laughs> all right then let's uh let's jump into the final story uh final uh story here yeah i'll let you read this one liz all right post it what was the uh number on the die when you rolled uh numero one we've been getting number ones recently or uh, yeah. like top three we've been getting top threes in the last couple so there's number one this one all right. Hold on, it's opening up. It's being slow. 
All right. Am I the asshole for telling my 28 fiance, 29, that I do cannot uh, rely on the, her in a life or death situation? Hmm, interesting. <laughs> but it's true. You kind of have to kind of know what you're getting yourself into when you go into these relationships of marriage. Just saying. True. Like, if, like, like if you're well overall it's like there's like certain i think this would be an interesting discussion later we could do as a bonus like come up with situations like would i be willing to trust liz in this situation yes or no <laughs> he would he would oh All no 100 guys come on 100 percent, guys if i'm being I crushed, be on the fence <laughs> if i'm being crushed by a car liz I, you're not you're not getting me out of a car you're not you're i'm fucked <laughs> You're not, yeah, I'm fucked at that point. Like, Bye, Jesus, I love you. <laughs> like, fuck, I'm, I'm being crushed. All right. Let's see, but let's see what, what, what situation were they theoretically uh, doing? Yeah, I have what I think is a very good sense of situational awareness. I'm a quick thinker and tend to not panic in dangerous situations. My fiance, on the other hand, is the exact opposite. If I'm being nice, I would say she doesn't have any awareness of dangers. Uh, if I'm honest, I would say that she wouldn't that she has the survival instinct of a panda raised in captivity. <laughs> <laughs> what what I like you know, this person has some really good analogies. I like that. I really like that. <laughs> good sense of humor too. Uh she has no sense of danger around her doesn't constantly examine her surroundings for things that could be dangerous, and when things are bad, her reactions to uh, is to panic and scream oh, oh god. my god hopefully they don't live in america I feel like a pussy girl when i hear that i'm like oh please <laughs> no. i hope this person does not live in america they will not survive much longer outside in the same age i know all right friday we went out on a friend of mine's boat and we got into a dangerous situation we were anticipating light rain but we ended up having a downpour high winds and high waves while me and the other men were trying to strap things down and keep the boat from capsizing my fiance screamed and cried for dear life she was in hysterics and all I, and i get it was a very scary situation but yelling and screaming that we're all gonna die <laughs> for god to save us and literally crying saying that it's my fault that she's on this boat since i asked her to come with none of the other girlfriends wives were doing this just her i'm sure that the other women were just scared and just trying to keep it in for the sake of the men doing something about it that's, that's like under, again, at that point i, I feel I, like i'd be one of those men to be like hey tell me what to do i'll help just like guide I, me. <laughs> I, I, like I understand the 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 severity. It, it's scary in any situation. It's scary, but that this seems a little extreme. From at least he described her a little bit. I, okay, okay, continue. Uh, the downpour was really bad for about fifteen minutes. So the fifteen minutes of wailing while we were doing everything we could do to keep things all right, we made it back with a little uh, with a little more damage than a few spilled white claws. On the car ride home, I told my fiance that we need to talk about. Uh, how she was behaving during the crisis. Not only was she, is it incredibly embarrassing in front of my boys, but it was distracting, unhelpful, and telling. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I told her that today proved me to that I was in a life or death situation. I could not rely on her to be any help or do anything except make more things stressful. I said she needed to learn how to not panic and be helpful. She was got unbelievably mad. She said she thought she was doing she was going to die and had the reason to freak out. I told her all of us were scared, but none of us were ridiculous as she was. We argued the entire ride home, and she's still pissed off at me. I think I might say this, especially since we plan on spending our lives together and raising a family, and I can't be the only one level-headed one here. 
Okay. So there is an edit. There's an edit. So, but we'll wait. Let's, we'll talk about that in a second. Overall, yeah, like it's understandable to be in the moment, depending on. Here's a quick, here's a question. Do you feel, in your honest opinion, how, how would you handle, there's different, different levels of severity in situation, but on a high situation, uh, how would you, how, what do you think you would, how do you see yourself as a, during a situation? Um, or no, depends how do, what, on the situation. Okay. So we'll it depends say on the situation. We'll say so we'll, the boat instance. Yeah. We'll, we'll use this, we'll use this boat instance. Uh, I would probably try and figure out how I can help. Whether, tell me what to do. I will help however you want me to help. And honestly, if it means stepping out and being out of the way, I will do that gladly. I, you know, I don't think I'd be like the, you know, I, I would slightly panic. I think we all would have a panic, right? I think we're on that situation. But I don't think I'll be like her. I'd be like, tell me what to do. What you need me done? Oh, you need me to stop that down? All right, sounds good. I'll go ahead and take care of that, right? You know, well, geez, whatever it needs to be done, right? In that situation. Oh, you need me to step out of the way? I'm not being helpful? Fine. Tell me, where would you like me to be so I'm not in the way? Okay. What was so, that? So, that's like- how I am. That's how, I, it's, that's how you guide me. Tell me what to do. I'm right there. Just, you know, uh, I don't that, lose my head or my cool. I just go, okay, the situation. Where, where do you want me to go? <laughs> you know? That, because if that if that was yourself in a hospital setting, my God, dude, that would be a really rough hospital. <laughs> you know, I mean, what if, you know, some of these hospital situations are a little bit, you know, could be in like a level one trauma. You can't lose your cool. Exactly. I, yeah. Exactly. I, 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 I would see my, I, like I've been in, I've been in quote, like I, we've said this in the show, I've been in multiple accidents, uh, car accidents. Uh, I, and for the most part, I, I'm very rational. I'm like, I think the adrenaline helps a lot during those moments because I, I get into this weird, like, uh, what is it called? Like I get in the zone basically and I read the situation and try to figure out what the fuck's happening. No matter what, I, I've been like I haven't been quote injured, but I've been hurt in some of these accidents to, to not not nothing to like I said hurt, not injured, to where I'm still like capable of doing stuff. I might be in some pain, but the adrenaline is like keeping all that down uh, to an extent, and I'm able to read the situation. Uh, but for the most part, in these quote, when I'm in the zone, I'm like I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's happening uh, and kind of direct all like what needs to be done depending on who's around me in this situation i know for sure it is panic in us in the moment because one you're out in the sea um no i think so we'll say the sea for now it's scary uh there are other people's lives in the moment and you're worried about that but then there's that moment like okay what can you do like yourself to help this situation to make it because those 15 minutes could feel like hours in the, in that focus state, like, because you just, and having that outside force, having that individual just be that screaming NPC in the background, like we're going to die. We're going to die. <laughs> it just, it just, it just elevates the stress level to everyone to be on, like, yeah, honest. no kidding. That kind of energy will definitely put the stress out. I mean, I think about that all the time. 
So, uh, it doesn't so, help. It doesn't help when you panic like that. Okay, what do you do? Like screaming and crying does not help. Any situation makes it worse. <laughs> and, and and here's the thing. Like when, if you bring this up to, as a discussion, like he did to his partner here, like it, maybe it wasn't the best thing to bring it up immediately, but like bring it up when they got home. Like, hey, you know, like that was a really bad moment for all of us. You know, like like how do you feel? Like. Like, I wish you were a little bit more, you need to, be, because it, it is putting them in the spot, but you have to like, Hey, we're going to be living our lives together. Like you, we need to be a little bit more level-headed. Like there, there, there is a spectrum where there's level-headedness and you can like be in a situation where like you have to have some sense of danger to be able to like, okay, I need to leave this situation uh, and not stay permanently to no sense no common sense and just like screaming and crying your balls out and you're just about to die no matter what there is a you can be somewhere in the middle or maybe further to common sense uh and she 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 just has to be like how old is she she's 28 29 29 28 is the the individual the, the op, the OP. So 29 at 29, you should, at this point you should have some, ah, it's so disappointing. Like, like, like in, I, I was listening to the show where like people kind of gauge, like your 20 should be the time where you're exploring who you are in, in the, yourself in the world. And when you're getting to your 30, you should have some semblance of a, who you are at that point. Like I, I, I'm in my early thirties, but I, like, I'm still trying to figure out, but I have an idea who I am at this point and who I want to be. But, and in my twenties, for sure, I was like trying to discover who that person was with gaining some like experience. And, but I think in my, in my early teens to early twenties, I'm like, I need to know like in certain situations that I'm not going to be like fucked or put the people around me who are going to get fucked, you know? <laughs> Uh, I, you know, honestly, uh, it's it's funny because I, I honestly I handled the situation uh, when my father passed away um, as being like the oldest in the household at the time. My mom was out of town. It kind of brings me back to this. Like, how do you handle that situation? Like, I was crying, of course, because it was a stressful situation and a very, you know, disheartening moment in my life i think that actually kind of grew me up a lot faster than most people so that you know okay i was not consoling and then directing at the same time like i was doing like two stories but i, I couldn't do the third where you know like okay i can't man this completely come on help me out here you know <laughs> like i was hoping for the other sibling who's younger than me to help with the situation and of course you know i had to guide guide that person and do you know take care of the situation at hand of you know consoling the youngest so honestly i feel like you know this is kind of a situation where you can't really yes it was a sad moment i cried i screamed and then i you know just and reevaluate and kind of go okay i'm the oldest i gotta start handling the situation and i think it still guides me today like how i over the situations nowadays Hmm. So. I think also that that's also an interesting. There's just from my perspective, also as older, and I'm one of the oldest siblings. That also one of the things like you kind of get that that you have to handle situations a little bit more to take care of the youngers. But that's just our perspectives. There's others who, yeah. Don't, but that's like well, that's from our perspectives. Um, so let's uh let's see this edit. I'll read the edit here. 
Oh my fucking god. The women there did not help because they did not know how to help. The men are have been out together on the boat countless times before, so we are experienced and know exactly what to do. So it's much more unsafe for them to be in our way attempting to help if they don't know really know what to, they're doing it's safer for everyone just to sing on and keep calm until the issue is resolved this has nothing to do with being them being women oh there must be comments about like why weren't the women helping or anything uh, that that makes sense don't like you mentioned earlier if you don't know what you're doing best to be out, of, out the of the way like i i like how this comment has become like a, a sexist thing now <laughs> like the boys were doing it like if if someone's been out on boats, if like I've 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 very I would say I can count on my hand how many times I've been on a boat. If I was told to like I, if they asked me to do something, I would do it. If they say like I do, I don't know what I'm doing. Like it's just like get out of the way. Like all right, I'll just stay out of the way. <laughs> like like that's the thing. It's like if you're an individual, it's the people who have been experienced and those are inexperienced. So you kind of take with the people who have experience of what they're going to do in the situation compared to the people who are inexperienced. So I got it. at this point. Yeah. So I, we'll, we'll take the edit. The edits doesn't matter because there's just the people being stupid about just a sexist comment. Probably. Um, it's just, um, it's best just to like, Hey, it's all about experience and just kind of trying to do with, with deal with the situation as best as hand. Uh, here's my question actually do you think do you think high school should have like this weird situation classes where people are giving situations and see how they can handle certain things uh n nothing too would it be a bad idea or even in an, or an early college you know i think that because you're still technically a teenager when you go into college but, i think it's great uh, i think it'd be a, no no think about it it depends on if the curriculum can handle it right so um, if because if you're in your teens or your early teens or later teens, you have this idea. So, but if you were given that class, I think it would be a definitely beneficial to kind of figure out who I am and where I'm going with my life. Am, am I the level-headed one or the one with the ki chicken cut off head off? You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I, I you know having a class of a situational class where like you're like here. And then you can just give basically problem solving. It's basic. It's basic problem solving in a sense, but in more in a in more quote extreme. Because I think learning to be a little bit level headed helps a lot in the long run during situational during just discussions. Because sometimes even in discussions, you kind of have to have this level headedness as well. Because sometimes people can get really riled up. Like, actually, in this comment section, apparently. Yeah, the comments have been hilarious reading all these stuff. Uh, I think I like GT105U. So, there's a lot, a lot read better. It, read it out. Uh, not sure you handled it literally well, but it's a fair concern. If you have children, she cannot freak out every time she's scared. Unfortunately, she's about, probably learned this from her parents and will, uh, and will pass this. Would, well, would push... Would, pass this on uh not the actual through delivery sounds flawed uh would have worked on that there's probably an apology needed there you may need counseling on this but ultimately it's probably would never change you you just need to decide if it impacts your long-term plans exactly i think I that's agree. Good yeah that's a good one that good job on that i think that they did the best to explain it uh delivery for sure i like i think i mentioned that earlier too it was a little, a little off but overall yeah you you want to have a partner who is will be there with you if they're shaken they you help them if you're shaken vice versa 
Yeah, okay. we need to have uh, somebody. Yeah, a good balance. Yeah. So, uh, one of the stories, like you know, when you're nervous and freaking out, I'm the level head, and when it's vice versa, I'm doing the same for you. I've heard that was one of the references I was reading. Uh, had in one of my uh, shows that my mom and I watched together. So I think that really uh, sounds off what's going on here in the situation. So okay. So, any final thoughts as far as this? Not the asshole. Um, I, I agree that you need to have somebody, there has to be a trade-off uh, level-headedness and not to level-headedness, but not at the point where you're freaking out like a little teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. <laughs> Thanks again for laughing and enjoying some of these stories with us. I uh, hope you enjoyed watching or listening to these. Um, let us know how you are situationally. Uh, and like I said, like uh, and follow on YouTube on spotify it will help us out drastically help us get to that 100 on spotify help us to get to 500 on youtube um those like, videos you guys have been asking for <laughs> it, it will help us greatly don't forget to pick up your uh the first inspirational shirt of 2023 it's only going to be out for five weeks um but yeah everyone thanks again for listening or watching until next time see you Bye. I swear that I will never leave you.